What's up, everybody? This is TJ Reed, and you are listening to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. We are on a mission to help you develop consistency, a thriving career, and to find company for the journey as a leader. Join us and leaders from over 300 cities around the world as we now dive into Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. I'm your host, TJ Reed, and we are here at episode 181. Episode 181. Really excited to be sharing this one with you today. I'm excited to be sharing this one with you today because, to be honest, it's one that I still just haven't been able to figure out. I'm still wrestling with. I've got some thoughts around it. Um, been a little bit trepidatious to tackle it because of what I know about the world and the culture we're in. But it's something that I think that is going to be so necessary for us to wrestle with as leaders in the coming decade, years, uh, whatever. And so I'm titling this uh, podcast today, A Vision for Division. A Vision for Division. And here's the question I've been asking myself so much as I look at the political landscape, as I look at just the human landscape, especially here in America. I'm sure it's similar around the world uh, in different ways. But the question I'm asking is, is it possible to lead people forward who believe so differently on different ends of the spectrum? I mean, obviously, the first thing, the first question I have is, is it possible for a president of the United States to lead people forward who believe so differently? Is there ways to do that? But then even beginning to think about workplaces as uh, vaccines and return to work, return to the office mandates come in. There just seems to be a lot that's being dusted up right now. And so what do you as a leader do that can kind of help you in these times? And so the question, is it possible to lead people forward who believe so differently? I just wanted to start to tackle. And so, uh, as I said at the beginning, this is not going to be an exhaustive thing, but these are some things I think that can help, uh, build a bridge in the midst of division and divisiveness that so often happens. And so here's kind of my ABCs. I did them as ABCs. So the first one is uh, affirm company values or affirm values. Um, Because sometimes values are something that we can actually agree on when we don't agree on other things, right? Like we, I think maybe we spend so much time focusing on the things we don't agree on that we forget that there's things that we actually do agree on. And honestly, organizations, conversations, and a variety of other things can really devolve when values aren't clear. Values are what provides vision. That's that's why the word division means two visions, right? Like (laughs) there's got to be a way forward. And division happens when people uh, devolve into their own opinions and we're not agreeing on the values of kind of where we're going. So with a lack of values kind of filling the void, it becomes very difficult for there to be a vision 
moving forward. And so people will fill that void with their opinions, but then it, you would just have division. You would have you know, multi-vision with people kind of running around chasing their tails in a variety of circumstances. That's usually where, uh, as the vision and the values aren't clear in a company, that's usually where you start to see things taper off and not work is because everybody has a different vision for where we should be going. And truthfully, values also set a boundary for someone to opt out. And they can change in different seasons of your company or whatever that is. But ultimately, people need to make the decisions for themselves that, hey, if I can't support this, I shouldn't just be a willing detractor from these things. I should be somebody willing to uh, help to either change it or I should go find a different job. And so um, affirming company values is, is, is probably one of the first ways that I would say that we can have a vision for division um, in the work that we're doing. The second that I would point out is just building diverse teams. Building diverse teams. Um, what a gift it is to have such a diverse workforce today in the world that we're in. And especially if you consider, if you have the ability to hire people remotely, that you can get the best of the best and the best minds and people with diverse experiences to be a part of your team. So why wouldn't we leverage that? Why would we just have a monochromatic look at the way that we do things? Um, why not lean into the various backgrounds and experiences and different perspectives that people might have? I can understand that like, Maybe some people don't know how to go about that. The The answer isn't just to put somebody that's from a different ethnicity in a token spot on a leadership team. The key is to do a great job listening to the diverse backgrounds and experiences, to provide opportunities where there may not be some, and to provide uh, special opportunities to give people a leg up where they might have felt marginalized before in the company. And so finding ways to do that, to give call-outs, to give opportunities for those sorts of folks, uh, you, you've got to make sure that as you're building diverse teams that people feel safe to share their truth. Now, caveat here. <laughs> People can feel safe to share their truth, but if you want to build something, if you want to grow in this area with the people, the, those people who are sharing their truth, look for those who are also solution-minded, that are willing to roll up their sleeves with you to make the company better, to make the business better in the work that you're doing together. Um, because those are the people that they're, they're not just going to complain and then take another job next month because they're just so fed up with it. They're people that really want this place to be better. Look for those people to, to help you to build diverse teams and uh, really lean into those company values together with you. So a vision for division, affirm company values, build diverse teams. And then last of all, clarify commonality. I, I loved recently, I listened to an interview with a guy, his name is Eric Adams. He's running for the Democratic uh, mayor of New York City. And what I heard was one of the things that really resonated with people about him was he had a different message. Uh, it wasn't necessarily like an extremely liberal progressive message that you might expect sometimes uh, from the democratic party. And um, so his, his message was 
that both safety and justice can occur together. And this comes from his really specific background of what what he describes as having had run-ins with the law and being beaten as a teenager by police officers, but then also making the decision that he wanted to be a police officer. And the thing that he worked as, as a police officer was bringing both safety to the neighborhoods that he was in, but also justice so that people didn't have to face injustices uh, like he had to face as a teenager. And so, man, why can't both of those things exist together, right? Like that's that's what he's saying. And it seems like that message really resonated with people, uh, clarifying commonality that that I don't think that there's anybody that can disagree that those two things should exist together, should coexist together. And so it's, it's key in this world we're in where uh, whether it's media or politicians or just anything wants to divide us, man, the meeting point for all of us, if you, we really want is to clarify commonality. And I realize that there's some opinions people have that we're just not going to agree with. And that's okay. Like we don't have to have commonality around racism or, uh, you know, can you imagine people saying, I think we can all agree that, you know, that we, uh, that we all agree that murder is great. You know, you, you, you wouldn't think that there's definitely things that, uh, that we need to all essentially believe about others to be able to find common ground there. And this is kind of what Brene Brown calls braving the wilderness, braving the wilderness. It's a great book. If you haven't read it, you should totally pick that book up. I think it's like, it's written for the time that we're in right now uh, in our world. Um, But braving the wilderness is just being able to have a nuanced opinion where you're able to see truth on both sides. For her, she she describes this circumstance where she was sitting there in a group of people talking and um, she shared that she both supports the Second Amendment, but she also supports gun control. And one of the people there was trying to push her to say, you can't believe both of those things at the same time. Um, if you support the second amendment, you support the NRA and things like that. And what she said was, she said, this person wanted me to, uh, be so far to one side with the way that they saw things that they couldn't see that there, there could actually be a nuanced opinion here in the middle with what, with what we're doing. And so I think that's, that's kind of the challenge of our day, isn't it? To, to find ways to clarify commonality where we think that things can be. Um, it, it can get tough if somebody has had difficult experiences in that area. We should be absolutely be sensitive that they may be extreme one direction because of the experiences that they've had, but that's where our empathy can kick in and really begin to understand where that person might be coming from and listening to that, uh, because listening to the story is important. Listening to why they might feel that way is important, um, in, in what we're doing there. I, I'll leave you with this because I think that this is such an interesting thing. This quote uh, was, it's been misattributed to the early church father from like the third century, uh, St. Augustine. Uh, but recent uh, research has found that it's by Marco Antonio de Dominis. And here's what it says. It says, in essentials, let's have unity. In non-essentials, give liberty. But in everything, give charity to other people. I love that. 
So clarifying commonality, finding the essentials that we can have unity on. And the non-essentials give people liberty. There's there's just some things that people are going to have different opinions on. We don't have to demonize them about those things. Uh, but in everything, give charity. Have empathy for the person that sits across, that you listen to the experiences that they might have gone through. You don't have to agree with them. You don't have to take the same opinion as them. Uh, but give charity. Give empathy to other people. And so a vision for division, this is just where I'm at today. Uh, I want to keep processing this because I think it's such an important topic for us to think about. But affirm, affirm the values, build diverse teams, and clarify commonality. I hope it's been helpful for you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this because I think it's going to be a group think thing where we really figure out as leaders, how do we have a vision for division uh, in our world? And so I would love to hear from you. Uh, vitamin lead team at gmail.com. Uh, you can text us at 757-354-1543 or uh, feel free to uh, hit us up on Instagram. You can send us a direct message there as well. Um, but Thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, Thank you for joining me in this journey. Let's keep tackling those big leadership uh, decisions of our day and figuring it out together. Stay healthy leaders and we'll talk to you real soon.